All right. It's currently 8.37 p.m. and the temperature outside is 21 degrees. It is cold out there. It is cold. So this is our <laughs> first episode of our podcast called Midnight Stroll. Um, just a basically just a casual conversation between two friends. This is literally what this is. This yeah. is. Yeah. It should be fun. I mean, oh my gosh, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> So I guess uh, just to start with why we came up with this is we used to live together in Orem. Well, we still live together actually, but in Orem. And uh, we used to go on these walks all the time and we'd have like these cool discussions and conversations. And so we're like, you know, why don't we uh, start recording a podcast? And so we did that or we just started recording our conversations with like – crappy like mics that were attached to headphones just as we were walking so that's where the name midnight stroll came from because we used to do it like really late at night like yeah it two was in always the morning like, and stuff like that really cold <laughs> so we still have a couple of those recordings that we may release in, at a later date but we decided uh to reincarnate <clears throat> the name and just thought we'd do it with higher quality and not outside because it's freezing yeah I mean, 21 degrees outside tonight, and it's only like 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I need to go running after this, so yay. Yay oh for gosh. me. <laughs> oh, gosh. So it's new at you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do we segue away from that? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> okay, so I guess uh, to start it off, we wanted to talk about since this is something that we're doing fairly new to the beginning of the year um like josh says it's february 11th when we're recording that will not be february 11th when you hear this um we decided we would talk about our yearly themes uh so there's a podcast that i listen i don't know do you listen to cortex off and on so there's a podcast that i listen to religiously uh josh semi-regularly listens to called uh, Cortex, it's on the Relay FM network, and it is hosted by uh, Mike Hurley and CGP Gray. And they talk about kind of productivity, kind of, and how they personally get their work done. Um, and they decided that they don't like the standard like New Year's resolutions. Instead, they like to pick themes, so like kind of general, broad guides for their year. And they let that kind of determine their decisions and stuff. And so, 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 how come you like that? How come you like the theme over a resolution? So, actually, at first, I didn't. <laughs> I yeah. was kind of against it the first couple of years that they did it because this is now I think the third year. Oh my gosh, has that podcast been on for three years? Um, and so, because I am kind of pretty goal oriented, and I was like, well, yearly themes. It's too vague. Like, it's not really any like structure to it. Um, but this year I said, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. And cause they found it really This helpful. is your first year doing it? This is my first year doing it. I think this is my third year doing it. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I've been doing it for a while. That's awesome. So I, this is my first year and I have found it extremely helpful. Just, I have it in a place like, so I plan every week and I just have it in a prominent place that says, you know, your yearly theme is blank. And so every time I plan, I look at it and it kind of helps me, you know, readjust and think about like how I want to structure my year and what I want to do. Um, so why don't, 
Why don't you start since you're the veteran <laughs> and I've been talking for a while? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I really liked it over resolutions because you're not locked into a goal for the whole year. I like being able to have, like, so the first year that I did it, I, I think I stole the theme from CGP Grey of a year of less. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I went with that and I loved that because, like, in the beginning of the year, I was just like, you know what, I need to spend less money. And by the end of the year, I was like, I need to, oh, what was I doing? It's been so long. I need to do something else less. And I, I just love the flexibility of halfway through the year going, you know what? I think I've accomplished that goal enough. I want to focus on this now. And so, I mean, last year was when I actually really dove in and just, I loved it. I, I was I was looking looking at it at least once a month and reevaluating my goals and how they applied and stuff. And so last year I did a year of more. But this year... Um, I thought about it a lot because I didn't, I, I, I mean, you do a year of less, a year of more. I didn't know where to quite go next. And so I was just like, you know what? Most of the things I want to accomplish could be summed up by a year of sacrifice. So that's what I chose for this year is a year of sacrifice. So I, I'm kind of interested, like, what drove you to think about that, like that as your theme and how how has it shaped your year thus far? Like what are yeah? How are you thinking of your year in terms of that? So why this, pretty much? Yeah, like why did you choose it, and how is it? How are you? Um, doing so it? I chose it because last year I kind of felt like I was getting pretty self-centered throughout the year. I feel like I was doing less for people around me, and that kind of bugged me. I mean, religion had a lot to do with that as well. I felt like I wasn't giving as much as I should, and so I just wanted to change a little bit, change myself a little bit, and to be a little more self-sacrificing, and and you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I, I just like what's the best way to describe, you know, giving yourself more. And I was just like sacrifice. That, that's a good way. And then I, I you know, I, I came up with this whole list of things, like questions, like what does this mean? What will this look like? How are you going to do this? Hmm. And then what's it for? What are my end goals by the end of the year that I want to accomplish, or by the mid of the year, whenever I do accomplish them? So, hmm. that's awesome. Should I go through those those sure. questions? If I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm happy if you to go want to, them. I mean, if they're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's just what does it mean? It's just a year of giving myself up for others' benefits. Like that's just what it means. Um, it'll look like. And I decided that this year I wanted to never turn down an opportunity to serve someone that I I love or know when it when that opportunity presents itself. Uh, I could use a sandwich. Yeah, that's selfishness. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, nice, (laughs) nice. (laughs) So I, I, I thought about like, how am I going to do this, and how, how, how am I going to be able to recognize these opportunities? Because really, when you get into the day and day life, um, day to day life, you kind of forget your overarching goals, Mm -hmm. and so. I was just like, you know what? I want to focus on some attributes that help me sacrifice more. I was like, okay, what attributes lead up to that? So I was just like, you know what? Honesty. Because if I'm honest with myself, then I'll know when I have free time to help other people. Mm -hmm. And when an opportunity arises, I can go, you know what? I can honestly do that. Like I have, I'm honest in that way. So I was like, that's a good attribute. I was like, and then, I don't know, virtue, charity, of course, because, you know, I want to be charitable. And then... Yeah, I just have a few things that I decided that I wanted to do, but those are pretty personal. So, 
And it's just, just so that I can feel myself coming closer to Christ and helping other people as well. Yeah. I think you touched on something really interesting, like a little bit earlier <clears throat> about like why yearly themes are so like useful so far. I mean, it's only been a month in since I've started with mine, but it's the idea that it can guide your different goals. It's not just like a specific goal. So, you yeah. know, like, you know, get in shape or something or whatever, like a specific goal would be a goal can encompass and mean different things throughout the year. And so it allows yeah. you to adjust and kind of uh, mold your goals to whatever you're currently like trying to focus on. Yeah, that's awesome. Like with sacrifice, when it's just the year of sacrifice, right now it's about sacrificing my time for other people. But who knows, maybe in June it'll be sacrificing sugars or yeah. sacrificing video games or something like that. Yeah. That's what I. That's one thing. It's just awesome to be able to adapt that like that. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. What's your theme? So my theme is, I thought about this for a long time because uh, CGP Grey and uh, Mike, they talked a lot about, um, and we'll put a link to the episode that they go over, the most recent one for 2019 in the show notes, uh, if, just in case you guys are interested in it. But um, they said to like think about it and not just like jump into one. And so at first I was like, oh, I would do something like this or I would do something like that. Um, but as I thought about it more, I kind of distilled it down. And so to what I, my current theme is, which is the year of basics. And the reason I chose basics is because I just wanted to, I guess I focus a lot on productivity and like, like working hard and like trying to like structure my life in such a way that I get the most done, like what I want to actually accomplish. And I feel like because of just the way that I've set up my whole like life and system that I've just been super scatterbrained and like I don't ever actually focus on something. I have a million projects and none of them ever get done. And I think that's just kind of a a uh, disease in the like productivity world, quote unquote. Um, and I, I hate that. <laughs> I don't even like, know if it's the productivity world. <laughs> it's, it's just human nature to start something and never finish it. Yeah, it's true. Um, so with basics though, I could say, you know what? I just want to simplify, simplify, strip all the, you know, like cut the fat on a lot of what I'm doing and just focus on what is like really important to me. Cause I feel like, like things are like most important, like religious things and, um, like health and like physical and spiritual health and just like maybe even a little bit of mental health, but not really. It's not like I'm going crazy. Um, and just a, a couple other things that I value more important than like the day-to-day grind but i found that i would sacrifice the most important things to like do something that wasn't quite as important so so i narrowed it down so let me pull up my document actually so i can look at this but so my basics as defined right now um i have three basics that i kind of categorized one of them is spiritual like health or spiritual strength the second one is physical health slash physical strength. Well, health, I guess, because it's not like I'm trying to become some bodybuilder. Um, and the last one is like routines <clears throat> and uh, just structuring my life in such a way that I can get what I want done, done. And so, so you've been putting up like to-do lists everywhere, right? Yeah. I want to add to those so bad when I see them. 
<laughs> I just put up a new one today. Did you? Or I, re- I the one in the bathroom that's you like my it? get ready thing. I restructured a little bit, added a couple things. Oh man, <laughs> I could have put something on there. <laughs> um, I still could. You could. That's true. Um, so I think one of the reasons why this came up is a couple like weeks ago, I did a a um, like a media fast for a week. I think I talked to you guys about it with you and Elias. Briefly. Yeah, it was kind of annoying because I wanted to play video games with you. <laughs> yeah. So I did a whole week of where I did zero media things. Like I didn't watch any TV or Netflix. I guess we don't have TV. Didn't watch any Netflix. I had to sacrifice. <laughs> we haven't watched TV together since then other than that movie. I know, yeah. That's, that's true, pretty actually. funny. So I had to give up friends for a week. I didn't listen to any of my podcasts and I, was, and I listened to a lot of them. I didn't listen to any audiobooks, any music. And that was like at work, in the car. I like literally locked my headphones and my controller to my PlayStation like in a little box. <laughs> I said I'm not going to do any of any of this stuff. And that was like seriously one of the most interesting experiences I, or experiments I've ever done cuz like your brain gets really bored. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, I can imagine. I mean, you're constantly just walking around listening to your podcast, so. Yeah, and so like there was seriously the first day that Monday morning after work, I always make food after work. And I seriously walked up and down the stairs like four or five times thinking I was forgetting something because I was trying to find my headphones subconsciously. So I'd like walk downstairs and be like, what am I doing? And I'd go upstairs, start making food, walk downstairs, trying to find my headphones. What am I doing? And then walk back up. Seriously, it took me forever. But it was really interesting to see like how much more focused I was and how much more like aware of what I was doing every day. I became like, it was really stark. And so I'm kind of taking that. And that's kind of where I came up with my theme of basics was that, um, I could probably use that honestly, like sacrificing some of the, especially social media, man today I have wasted like an hour of on Facebook, just arguing about something so stupid. (laughs) And I mean, it's been a long time since I've argued on Facebook and by long, I mean, probably about a week. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) But I don't know. I, I think that'd be I, that's kind of interesting. I want to I try that sometime. I don't know if I'll do it soon. So there's a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. But yeah, be something I'm gonna be thinking about. I may I may do it like every quarter just to kind of restart a little bit, just because it was really interesting to see how much more like focus I had because everything I did was really intentional because I wasn't distracted all the time. I feel like music and podcasts are great, but they can be really distracting, especially if you listen to them as much as I do. That'll be really hard for me. I I do everything on a computer. I work on a computer all day. I do my homework on a computer. Yeah. I play video games on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the other goal that I had, so that was like, that one kind of in routines and actually a little bit of spiritual health too, because it allowed me to th- focus more on the interest, like the things that were more important. Yeah. Um, but the one that I'm having the most trouble with is the exercise one. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> I am not like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not really that in shape, but I'm not like super overweight or anything. And I, for the past couple of weeks, I've just been going for runs and have been working out in the garage several times a week. And uh, so today, I decided that I wanted to uh, do some research on how I can improve my workouts to like get more out of it. Like, think maybe I'm falling into like 
just kind of avoid some of the pitfalls that beginners, quote unquote, beginner workout people. Oh man. So, so you Googled how to exercise. I basically Googled, uh, I should pull some of my search history cause it's pathetic, but it was just like how to start working out for beginners. Or I think it started yeah. out with how to lose a little bit of like fat or whatever it was. And man, it was. How useless was that? <laughs> it was seriously. Okay. Just so you know, I've, I did an hour and a half to two hours of research before this podcast, and I am still basically at square one. <laughs> it is It's like the most frustrating. I, I did some Googling recently because I just started the keto diet, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know, trying to do research on what to eat on keto, I'm sure is is probably pretty similar to how... how I mean, keto is pretty nailed down about, you, you know, you got to get 75 to 80% fats, yeah, like 10 to 20% proteins, and then mm-hmm. 1 to 5% carbs, right? And like that, that's the general rule. But there's so many different people who are like, oh, don't use artificial sweeteners because those can have a glycemic effect. And then there are other people that are just like, oh, no, artificial sweeteners are, are totally fine because they don't, they aren't carbs. So there's like, okay, who do you trust? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming it's probably even worse with exercise because. Yeah. The problem. So I found a couple problems with it. One of them is that you just have. Just the people that are in these videos are hilarious for one. They're just so like <laughs> ridiculous. Just generic meathead style. Yeah, yeah. But the problem that I have is that so many of them are just like five ways to rock star your abs. You know, just like just the dumbest like titles and names are like they're literally like putting like fire on people's abs, like in the thumbnails the stupid on fire emojis. <laughs> yeah. And just like the most ridiculous. Because what I'm actually looking for is like a structure. I'm looking for something that says, okay. Monday do this, Tuesday do this. Yeah, even not even so much of like do this, but general principles to coming up with your own exercise routines. Because you have like, people like come up with plans, like you have like a four-week plan, eight-week plan, or whatever it is. And there are guiding principles. Like you don't want to work out the same muscle two days in a row. You want to have rest days. And there's like a bunch of different things. But... It's so hard to find information on those particular things because I don't. People just want to be told exactly what to do. Yeah, that's probably why the seven minute workout app got so popular, because it literally just says, "Okay, do twenty push ups, go." Yeah, and then do this, go, and they don't ever really get into theory as to, okay, why are we working out this set of muscles this week or this yeah. day? And like that's what you're looking for is more theory. Yeah, and the problem with like the thing is I wouldn't mind doing things like seven minute workout. But the problem is I want to work out for longer than seven minutes. Oh, you can you can change that in the app. And yeah, maybe I'll have to take a look at it. But I just find it so confusing. The other thing that I actually just remembered of why it's so frustrating to find information on working out on YouTube and just in in general on Reddit too. I search a lot of Reddit threads as well. Um, is that you watch a video and it tells you all this information about different things. Then you start reading the comments. And there are so many, well, actually, people. Of course. Like, it's like, well, actually, what you want to do is this, 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 and this. And then someone else, well, actually, that's actually wrong. You may want to do this. Or these people were working at, like, this one guy was like a going to school for exercise science and had this whole comment about, yeah, if you actually do what this guy's saying, you may end up with some type of muscular imbalance, which will lead to health problems. And like just those types of comments where they just. How many people have recommended oh, going vegan alongside certain exercise <laughs> routines? You know, I haven't seen any. Really? Yeah. The... There's like 
two, whenever I've Googled about exercising stuff, there's like two, two schools of thought. There's the bodybuilder side where it's like bodybuilding.com or livestrong.com. Yeah. It's all about like getting the protein. Then there's the other side that's just like, you got to live natural you got to go vegan or, or whatever and cut all the stuff out of your life and do yoga. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's actually that side that's all yoga and the other, it probably yeah. would be, but so I found one guy that I actually kind of, I mean, he's a complete, he's like the most meathead of them all. So you get a good ab workout while watching his videos? Yeah, because I'm laughing at him. <laughs> his name is, his YouTube channel is like Athlean X or something. I don't know. He, oh gosh. Yeah. That it's so crazy. generic. But he does have some interesting, like I feel like he puts a lot of time and effort into his videos and I, out of all of the videos that I've watched, his comments are the least well actually comments. And so I feel like he's giving pretty good information. And he well, had actually, a... <laughs> that could just mean that he's really wrong and everyone's just like, whatever. That's true. But I don't, just kidding. His videos are like so <laughs> high quality that I just, I just, I'm just going to go with it. Um, but uh, he had a really interesting video about like the different ways that men and women store fat and then the way – the best ways for them to burn fat depend like because you know men and women are obviously different and I like that he stated that. Like, very, like <laughs> they're different, you know. Um, and so <laughs> there's one comment that was like, so how do I store fat and burn fat because I identify as an attack helicopter? <laughs> 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 well, just like the um, most random. <laughs> what 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 gender were you assigned at birth? <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious, but anyway, um, but just the different ways that we burn fat differently, like men and women burn fat, and where they store it and how they store it, and a bunch of different things like that. So I found that one pretty interesting. Um, I'm gonna actually gonna change up my routine and do less cardio because he says cardio for burning fat is basically useless for men. Yeah, yeah. For my brother in law actually it is basically useless for men. My, my brother in law, he he's he just turned forty. Well, he's about to turn forty. We just had a surprise birthday party for being forty, and he has he's ripped. Like he's in super good shape, and he pretty much says like if you want to get in shape, um, lift weights. Like mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be pushing for the power, and and cardio is important, but it's it's very to the side. And so, the, the, like, the only reason why he does, like, yoga and stuff like that is for flexibility. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not actually to stay, like, f- super fit. Um, but, yeah, he, he, like, lifts weights and has intense workouts and, and he's in super good shape. Yeah, that's basically what this guy said, too. He said you want to be lifting weights because that is going to lean you up, I guess. I don't know. It's not like I want to lose a ton of weight because I'm more trying to get leaner, I guess. You just want to tone things a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And so anyway, it was, it was, uh, I think I finally found some general guidelines and I could start building something, but it was very frustrating with these freaking comments. <laughs> <laughs> that attack helicopter run, man. Oh, it That's was funny. It was pretty awesome. I laughed pretty hard at that. So I think, haven't you been trying to do stuff like that too? Exercise? Yeah. I mean, kind of. I, I'm really, really right now focused in on my diet. Because I have a serious problem with sugar and I eat a lot of sugary foods or foods Mm -hmm. that turn into sugar like grains. And so like for the last week I've been hyper-focused on doing keto. I I really didn't want to do keto or tell people I'm doing keto because it's such a fad right now. Mm -hmm. But the more that I've like thought about it, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to do it because I think it feels good. Yeah. Only problem is all day today I've been starving (laughs) and (laughs) – like I felt like my body was really missing something. Like maybe keto's not healthy. 
And then I bought a rotisserie chicken and ate the fattiest part of it and felt better. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just in ketosis right now and really craving some fat. <laughs> but um, how do you actually question how? Because your brother is on keto. Yeah. How does he measure his? How does he measure his ketone levels? Okay, so there's there's these test strips that you can pee on, and they change a certain color based on how That's many. That's what he does. He's peeing on these strips. Yeah. How? Oh, it's gross. Have you bought some of those? No. Oh. I'm not gonna pee on anything. I'm not. I'm not getting <laughs> pregnant or anything. Like that. No thanks. I'm just gonna go based off of how I feel. Okay. Um. And so far, I mean, it's been a week now. About a week. Yeah, it's been literally a week, and I've lost six pounds. Dang. It's mostly just water weight. You you drop a ton of weight in the first like week, um, and by ton I mean between five and ten pounds. And then after that, it's a more gradual decline. Yeah. But. I'm pretty stoked about it because I've been trying to get under 180 pounds for six months-ish. And, I mean, I haven't really been trying hard. But now that I'm hyper-focused, like, I'm I'm 179 as of today. And tomorrow I'm hoping to be 178 or 77. But we'll see. Um, yeah. But I've decided that I probably should bring exercise into it a little bit. Also because my girlfriend asked me to. <laughs> Um, she's just like you you know diet's good for you but you should also exercise too and I'm just like stop being right (laughs) so I I I mean it's been about a month I bought uh, me and one of our roommates bought a pass to the city rec center and um, we went swimming last Saturday and swimming like it not it was it was pretty brutal actually it was the first time I'd actually genuinely swum laps yeah swimming is brutal and when I got out of the pool, I was like a jellyfish, I guess. That's like all floppy and stuff. Yeah. It was, it was good times. Swimming is one of those things that uh, you don't realize how tiring it is until you actually get in the water. Yeah. And I, then like try to swim a lap and breathe. Yeah. Seriously, I remember because I did that. My dad had the same gym pass thing to the, to the rec center um, a couple years ago. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go swimming today. And I seriously got half through, like through half a lap, and was just like <gasps> wheezing. <laughs> and so, so I had to really push myself that day. But. I about a quarter of my way through that lap, I probably did about six laps, which isn't that much. But for someone who hasn't swum in literally, swum, swam swim. in literally eight years, it was like murder. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I ended up just I'm supernatural at swimming on my back. Like I can float really oh, easily, yeah. and so I just did backstrokes the rest of the time, and eventually my arms were dead from pushing down, and they were sore like the next day, and they're still a little sore, and it's been two days. Hmm. It's good. I'm actually looking forward to going again, and I'm. I can't do it tonight. I wish I could because I have to stay up super late doing homework. But nice. Yeah, I'm not in school, so. <laughs> yeah, I have a real job though, so. <laughs> So burn. <laughs> oh, I, that job is gonna be the death of me. My job is gonna kill me, everyone. So if I have to talk about it sometimes. This is the only episode we make is because my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Want to talk about budgeting? Sure. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I didn't see that highlighted in the document, and I was worried because I was like, I don't know what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> We're only at twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Out of here for us. Okay. So, well, you put this in the show I notes. I did put this in there. Let's uh, let's see what you want to talk about. 
So I kind of wanted to talk about the more the philosophy of this our specific budgeting time because we both use YNAB. You mm-hmm. need a budget. And um, what's your history with budgeting? Like, wh- how did you start? What drew you, drew you to YNAB? So I started, oh man, I started budgeting back in the day with envelopes. And it wasn't like a lot. This is when I lived with my parents. Like the Dave Ramsey envelope system sort of thing? But it wasn't even a system. It was more of like I had two envelopes. One of them was something I was saving for, and then the other one was like... Generic spending money. Generic spending money type of thing. Okay. And because I didn't really have that many expenses because I lived at my parents' house, so literally I needed to buy gas and... I miss those days. No, I don't. That's about it, actually. (laughs) I literally bought (laughs) gas and that's... And then any other things that like... A guitar. (laughs) Yeah, like I signed up for Apple Music or any type of like... Actually, I don't... Apple Music hadn't come out then. But anyway, so like monthly things that I had or whatever. Um, And so... um, And then I found an app that would kind of let you do the same thing. It was a bank called Simple Bank. And they had an app that let you basically do envelope type system to it. And so I used that for a while. And then I kind of graduated from that as well. I was like, this is just not... It's too limiting and I had found YNAB, like I'd heard of it a couple times, but I never used it because it was behind a paywall because good software you need to pay for. <laughs> and um, But then I found that if you're a student for a college, they'll give it to you for free. This is the old like desktop version, version 4, I think. So I used that for a while and loved it. That's when I fell in love with it and used it for a long time. And then as soon as they came out with their web version, I instantly signed up and have been using it since. So, so YNAB basically, if you've never heard of it, um, you, the listeners is, is basically a really fancy spreadsheet like that. That's pretty much all it is. Um, but it has some pretty amazing tools that make it pretty, pretty good. I, I started using YNAB because of Nathan before that I was using, um, Intuit's mint, which is awful by the way, compared (laughs) comparatively. Yes. It's garbage. (laughs) And I'll, I'll talk about why. Um, so my issue with mint wasn't that I was budgeting. I was tracking my expenses. Yeah. So I would make a purchase, and then a couple of days later, it'd show up in Mint, and I'd go, oh, crap, I have no more money three days ago, <laughs> and I've already bought stuff. And so I, I kept running into the problem where I was, I was you know, overspending by two or $300 a month, and that's a lot of money. Yeah. And, and there was a time where I got super hyper-focused in on it, and I actually did pretty good. But I realized that I was using Mint more of to track my progress, and it wasn't helping me budget at all. And this is around the time that I started listening to Dave Ramsey. And Dave Ramsey has his own system called Every Dollar. And his whole philosophy is you give every dollar a job, and then you stick to that budget, and you don't change it. And YNAB is the same. You have your to be budgeted, and you put it into these little categories, but you can change it. It's adjustable. Like, oh, I want to add a little, move some money from here and push it over to here. Like, that's okay. Yeah. So they have they have like four guiding principles like of their their four steps whatever. The first one is like the wine or like uh Dave Ramsey's which is you budget every dollar, you give yeah. every single dollar a job. So kind of how the software works is that you you reconcile all your accounts so you make sure that everything is up to date and then <clears throat> any income that you have goes into a bucket called to be budgeted. And then um you basically throw that you empty that giant bucket of well hopefully giant <laughs> of to be budgeted money into littler buckets that go towards goals that you set up 
Uh, and not, not goals, but just other littler buckets. So like you have a fast food bucket, you have a rent bucket, you have this, this, that and bucket. And those are called, um, those are just like immediate obligations. Yeah. Well, they're just like the categories. I don't know exactly their terminology for them. They have, they have terminology. I actually follow their, their terminology because it kind of makes sense. You have subcategories to main categories. Oh yeah. yeah and those categories true. are immediate obligations and then there's true expenses and then there's Oh crap, what's it called? Other expenses or something like that? Uh, and so yeah. the point is to separate your categories by things that you have to pay for every month. And then true expenses are things that you'll have to pay for eventually, like car repairs and yeah. other things that you want to prepare for. And then other expenses are things you forget about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then, so the the second part of YNAB, I'm just going to go over this really quickly, is the embrace your true expenses. And that was what Josh was talking about like things like car repairs and medical bills or Christmas or like school and all this stuff. And so you make sure that you are budgeting for those last one or this third one is called roll with the punches, which is what Josh was talking about where you can move your money. You know, if you get slapped with something, um, like unexpected, like, oh crap, you know, I forgot that I needed to change my oil or I and forgot to do this. Depletes or, your emergency fund or what you've already budgeted for that. You can go, Oh, I'll take $20 out of my food fund. Yeah, exactly. And so you're you're allowing yourself to change your budget and not stick strictly to it as long as you're not overspending, you know. You can you can shimmy the min, the money around. And the last one is just to age your money, so to not spend everything you make and so your money is slowly getting older. So basically the money that you spend, you earned a while ago. Yeah. So what's you your YNAB score right now? My you care to share. Uh, let me see. It's probably pretty low right now cuz I just had to fix my Apple laptop, which is <laughs> not cheap. Uh, let's see. App.ynab, or you need a budget. Currently, my I'm at 17 days. Let's see. Um, can you find it on the app? Probably. Age of money. I'm at four days. I, was, I got up days. to 14 days a few days ago. I mean, this is just, it averages all the money and where it's been for a while. Yeah. And I, so I just, I just spent a bunch of money on... On a dentist. And you did? I did. I didn't know that. Well, wait. No, I will be spending money on a dentist come Valentine's Day. Uh, no, I spent all my money on repairing my car. That's what oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Okay, I do remember And, that. yeah, so that, so I had it up to 15, 14, 15 days, and I was proud of that because that's literally the first time in my life I have not spent, like, my paycheck within a paycheck period. That's nice. And so... I was pretty proud of that. Like that YNAB has gotten me there because of that. And yeah, pretty nice. I, ha I will use YNAB for a long time. <laughs> I've been using it for years and I just, every time someone mentions other budgeting software, I literally don't even think about it. Don't even look at it because I just love it. It has just allowed, cause, because why I like it so much is because it gives you the buckets that you can move money around yeah. in. And so every week or every two weeks or whatever, when I get paid, I go in there and I can, I have everything set up exactly how I wanted. And that was one of the reasons why I didn't like Mint was because you couldn't create your own categories. You just had a giant list of what their categories were, at least when I used it years ago. Yeah, that's, that's the way it, if you do all automated stuff, that's the way it is. Yeah. But you can, you can shenanigan things the way you want now. It just, I mean, it's a pain because I mean, YNAB is great because- it it would it'll upload your transactions within a day. Yeah. And Mint took like three days. You like it was it was it was painful. Yeah. And so it just 
I don't know. It's really just helped me keep track of where my money's going because it shows you. So basically, if you look at it on, so you have the categories on the left and then there's three columns. The first column is money that you've budgeted that month to the particular bucket. The second one is, the middle one is how much you've spent that month for that particular bucket. And I'm talking about this is the uh, on the web app, not on the mobile app. Um, and then the last bucket, or the last, the the rightmost column is how much money you have left in that bucket. And so you can instantly see how much you've put in for that month, what you've spent for each bucket that month, and then how much you have remaining. And it's just an easy way to get a, a holistic view of where you are financially. Um, and it just makes you more uh, conscious is what I like about it. It makes you way more conscious because you have to manually go in. You can't set anything automatically. Nothing is done automatically on purpose. I'm hoping you to get to the point with YNAB where I'm, um, automatic, like I'm manually adding transactions. Yeah. Cause that, that would be a little bit better than, than what I'm doing right now. Um, but I'm always kind of mindful of where I'm spending already. And so all that would do is just make me a little more mindful of where my budgets are and, and moving money before I spend it yeah. rather than going, oh, I have this much in this one and I have this much in that one. I'll just move it after it, it's it's automatically imported. Mm. And I mean, YNAB's great because if it, if it recognizes that you've added a manual transaction and then it connects to your bank and sees a transaction that looks similar, it'll ask you if you want to link them and turn it into one one transaction. And that's pretty awesome. So, I mean, I already do add manual things um, here and there for, like, repaying repayment of debt and things like that. But um, that I, I know I I follow their subreddit, and some people on there talk about how incredible it is to, to just open up their app and go, oh, I have $5 to spend in food right now. I'm going to go buy some for four fifty. They They get the final price. They add it in there and go, okay. And then later that day before it's imported in automatically or they've looked at it, it's already – their budget's still already up to date. Yeah. And at some point I'll get to that, but that does require using the mobile app. Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of the mobile app. It, it, it can do everything that the desktop version can, but I learned on the desktop version and it looks different. It's, it's unfamiliar and I haven't, I haven't gotten used to it yet. Yeah. I should use the mobile app more. I actually did use it the other day for the first time. I actually, use went through my whole to be budgeted like bucket wow that's on, the, the one i avoid like cancer on the app it was it was fine i just i'm like you i just learned with the uh with the web app and have just continued to use just the web app mo- mostly i do for some reason always i don't enter any transactions manually except for gas <laughs> i have no idea i think it's because i also check how many miles i'm getting per gallon because i always fill up all the way and then just divide it by Divide the number of miles I drove that tank by how many gallons of gas I got to see my average. Um, and so because I'm already doing that, I might as well just throw it in, throw the cost into YNAB. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that also kind of ties into my back to basics, just getting more. As I mean, I've been using YNAB for years, but just getting more lean in what I spend. Like I've been a little bit less likely to spend stuff spend like frivolous money. I mean, I still, I mean, I'm, a, I am a pretty, I mean, you still bought salad. So 
just this is just the most random thing. Do you want to know a really pet, big pet peeve of mine? Is when people say, when people call ground beef hamburger. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just, I just bought some hamburger and I'm gonna make a thing. I'm just like, no, I'm gonna make tacos with some hamburger I just bought. It's like, no, you bought ground beef. You did not buy quote unquote hamburger. <laughs> That's a pretty weird pet peeve, dude. I don't know. It just it's like, me. welcome to America. <laughs> Hamburger synonymous with ground beef. I know, but it bugs me. I've n- honestly, I never really heard people pronounce it or call it hamburger until. I Where's your know. family from? What? Where's your family from? Arizona. Originally. Well, your media family, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just getting at it. You're, you're, you're a taco family, so. That's true. Anyway, yeah, so I. I haven't really used the term hamburger since my mission to Germany. And hamburger is someone who's from the city of Hamburg. <laughs> so, Hamburg. Sorry for those who know how it's actually pronounced. Yeah. So, what are we at? 42 minutes almost. It's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good for a first episode. Yeah. Congratulate ourselves. Let's do some shameless back padding. <laughs> I can't believe I actually did that. <laughs> I know. So yeah, that is uh, the first episode of Midnight Stroll. Hopefully you enjoyed let's, it. Let's see what the temperature is now. Oh yeah. That'd is be kind of fun to see how it changes. Has it changed at all? Um, 21, but it feels like 16. Hmm. So it'll be dropping to 13 in the next hour. Gosh. I, I don't think, since I did two that hours. research, I don't think I'm going to go, I'm gonna, I don't think I'm going to run as much. Because I used to run like two to three miles before working out. And I think I'm going to – I think today I'm not going to run – maybe I'll run a little bit. Maybe it's because you're sissy. Maybe I didn't. It's so cold. <laughs> so cold. In we should garage, go on more walks cold. though. Yeah, we should. Because, I mean, walks Walks up. tend to be – I read somewhere that walks are more healthy than running um, if you're actually doing them. Yeah, I could see that. Because, I, I mean, it's walking. less impact on your knees and hips and – yeah. Apparently that's why swimming is so nice because it's like a full body workout, but it's also like really no gentle on all your joints. Yeah, it's it was great. Other than feeling like a jellyfish and the risk of drowning, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really healthy until you exhaust yourself and die. <laughs> yeah, because because <laughs> you can't keep yourself above water anymore. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, that that would honestly be terrifying. I'm <laughs> Just like, oh crap, I can't use my arms very well anymore. Uh, help! <laughs> I can't even flail. <laughs> Uh, I think we should call it a night. (laughs) Yep. Well, that's the end. See you guys next week. Ciao.